All right, good morning again. So if you were here last Sunday, you know that this December we are returning to a series that we actually started two Christmases ago um, called The Sounding Joy, where we're listening closely to the songs that we tend to hear this time of year and reflecting on them. And uh, the song that we're doing this morning is the song that the worship team just did really beautifully, uh, Mary Did You Know. Uh, This is definitely the newest song that we've looked at in a sounding joy message. Uh, It was written in 1984. The lyrics were written in 1984. Uh, You know, for comparison, the song that we looked at last week was... 277 years old, (laughs) so big difference, Uh, 1984, that's just six years before we were graced with Home Alone, you know, Um, and it was written by a singer and comedian named Mark Lowry, and uh, Mark Lowry was involved in putting on a Christmas play at his church, and he was supposed to write the script. And so for part of the script, he composed this series of questions for Mary. And then, about seven years later, uh, Mark presented the lyrics to a southern gospel musician named Buddy Green, who put the music together. And then in 1991, the first version was recorded by a guy named Michael English. And um, so it's been around for 30 years. Pretty, Pretty young, comparatively. And it's had a big impact, whether you love it or you hate it. Um, There's been at least 30 artists that have covered it in those 30 years. Uh, So it's uh, it's definitely um, found a lot of people who appreciate it. But it's also attracted some pretty fierce criticism. I've noticed, especially this year, in my internet wanderings, that a lot of people have strong feelings uh, about Mary Did You Know. And I'll read you two quotes that I found on the song's Wikipedia page uh, that summarize why some people feel strongly about it. Um, Holly Shear, a, a Lutheran writer, says... Anyone who has even a slight familiarity with the biblical account of Christ's conception and birth shouldn't need to ask if Mary knew, because the Bible plainly tells us she did. (laughs) And then a Baptist theologian named Michael Frost, he's even a little harsher, he says, this is the most sexist Christmas song ever written. Treats Mary like a clueless child. Can you imagine a song asking Abraham 17 times if he knew he'd be the father of a great nation? So, uh, do they have a point? You know, their criticism is basically saying this song doesn't give Mary enough credit. Did she know? Yeah, she knew. So, did she? Well, Let's look at what the Bible says about what Mary knew. Uh, If you have a Bible, I encourage you to turn with me to Luke chapter 1, starting in verse 26. Luke 1, 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, 
God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. This is how you know it's scary when you come in contact with an angel, right? Because the angel said, you're highly favored. (laughs) Mary was greatly troubled. (laughs) But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So the angel tells Mary a lot, right? And uh, we can be confident that Mary was paying close attention for at least two reasons. One, uh, after Mary is given all this information, she doesn't say, what, could you repeat that? (laughs) Right? She just says, I'm the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Which is a way of saying, I get it. I understand. I consent to that. I'm on board. Right? And then we can also be sure that she was paying close attention because if you didn't notice, there's no other witnesses here. So the only way that Luke, the writer of this gospel, would know this is if Mary told either him or told other people uh, about what she had experienced, which means she remembered it, right? She was paying close attention. So she knew. She knew a lot. There's another passage that helps to show what Mary knew. If you just skip ahead a few more verses uh, to verse 46, this is what's known as Mary's song or the Magnificat. Uh, Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of her servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one, has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever just as he promised our ancestors. All right, so given what Mary could recall of what the angel told her, and given what she just expressed in her song, uh, let's ask ourselves, by looking at the questions in the song, what did Mary know? So we're going to go through them. And now, 
Part of this is a matter of interpretation, right? So I am going to do my best, given what my interpretation of the text, to answer the questions that are asked in the song. And I understand that some of you might disagree with my conclusions, okay? That's all right, right? But I'm going to, I'll do my best here. I'll give my offering of, of what, what I think the answers are. <clears throat> Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Uh, my answer here is probably not. Uh, that's very specific. Um, there were no prophecies uh, that people looked at regarding the Messiah that specifically talked about Jesus doing that miracle. So that's most likely a no. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? This one is yes, definite yes. Uh, because the, the language that the angel uses all is clearly referring to the Messiah. Okay, the, the Jews had this expectation that one day a king would come, there were all these prophecies about this coming king, and that this coming king would, one way of thinking about it is that the king would basically set things right with the world and uh, make things right uh, for Israel and the entire planet. Um, and that king was known as the Messiah. And uh, we can see in Mary's song that she expects that this child that she's going to have is going to be Israel's salvation. So that's absolutely a yes. Um, Mary, did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Again, I am going to say yes to that one because you may have noticed that in Mary's song, uh, she refers to God as her savior, right? And she is using that in reference, in responding to, like, the this, this situation where she's going to have this child who is going to be the Messiah, right? So she's seeing this child that she is delivering as having a role in delivering her. God is her savior, right? Um, Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? This one, I say maybe. Because... That all depends on how familiar she was with the messianic prophecies and the expectations surrounding him. Um, she was only 14, and around that age, that's an estimate, but um, she was young, and, and she was a woman. She was, so she was probably less trained in the scriptures than, than men were at the time. But there's a chance that she would know that there was some, uh, some of the messianic expectation included this idea of miraculous healings and, and the blind seeing again. So that's a maybe. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm a storm with his hand? I feel the same way about this one as I do about the walking on water. It's probably a no. It's very specific. Nothing that the angel says hints at that, right? Okay, so... There's six questions left in the song, and four of them, I think, are basically the same question. So I'm going to lump all those four together. Uh, Mary, did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? Did you know when you kiss your little baby, you've kissed the face of God? That your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Uh, that the sleeping child you're holding is the great I am? All these questions are basically asking, uh, did you know that your baby is God in the flesh? Uh, the fancy word that theologians use for this is, did you know that, that your baby is God incarnate? The incarnation of God. 
And I'll be honest, I had to think about this one for a while. And even right up to this morning, I kept going back and forth on it. Um, it's definitely clear that Mary knows that her baby is going to be the long-awaited Messiah. No question about that. But the Jews weren't really expecting that the Messiah would literally be God in the flesh. right? Or at least that wasn't a, a widespread assumption. There were prophecies that hinted at that. Um, but they weren't really understood until retroactively looking back at them. Um, that the divinity was being hinted at. So when Mary heard from the angel that her child would be called the Son of the Most High and the Son of God, it's possible that she didn't realize how literally that would be true. Um, I should say, I know that uh, our Roman Catholic friends tend to have a very high view of Mary and what she knew. And I think that most of them would say, yes, definitely, Mary knew that the baby that she was having uh, was the incarnation of God, God in the flesh. And maybe she did, but as I just look at the scriptures and I ask myself, with that alone, just looking at, at them, uh, did Mary know, did she have this, this understanding of to what extent her child was God in the flesh? I'm just not sure. You know, I have no doubt that... Is that me? I have no doubt that she knew that her child was a miracle. Um, that her baby had no earthly father. I have no doubt that she knew that he was the long-expected Messiah and the, the deliverer of uh, humanity. Um, but did she fully grasp the incarnation she recognized the full extent of the, the miracle in her womb? I don't know. And if you have a strong opinion about that, I'd be happy to hear what you have to say after service. But my final answer for all four of those questions is maybe. So, And I should add, I am confident that eventually Mary knew that. Um, because we know from the book of Acts that she was there when the Holy Spirit came. Um, and so... I think, I have no doubt that she, she, she knew, and I wouldn't be surprised if she knew before anybody else. Um, two more questions. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? Again, definite yes. That was the expectation with the Messiah. And did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? This is another tough one. What is this really asking? This, this question is bringing up something that, that hasn't been asked yet. Um, when he's referred to as a lamb, it's emphasizing this idea that he is a sacrifice, an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Um, lambs were sometimes a, a, an offering to God, a sacrifice to atone for sin. Um, so it's asking, did you know that your baby boy would have to give his life to deliver us? And um, again, that's a tough question. I don't see anything in what the angel said or what Mary said to indicate that she was aware of that. And it does seem to me unlikely that when Mary heard that her child would have a kingdom that never ended, that then she, she would then think, 
oh, he's going to be killed in his early 30s. Um, so I'm not sure. I don't see anything in there that indicates that. However, we do know that she knew very early in Jesus' life that he was going to have to suffer and that that would be painful for her. Uh, just eight days after Jesus was born, they, Mary and Joseph bring him to the temple to be, uh, to be dedicated. And a man named Simeon prophesies over them and says, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. In other words, in Israel, a lot of people are going to have a problem with this child. He's going to face opposition. And Mary, this is going to be hard for you. It's going to be painful. And we know that that was fulfilled, of course, because there was much opposition to Jesus, which is why he was crucified. And the Bible tells us that Mary was there when her own son was killed on the cross, which of course, would have been extremely painful for her. So we know that Mary knew early on that Jesus was going to be like a lamb, sacrificial lamb. But did she know on the night that Jesus was born? Again, uh, my answer is probably not. Probably not. So, Let's put it all together. Here's the breakdown. Out of 11 questions, and Mary, did you know? Three, probably not. Five, maybe. Three, definitely yes. So I would say there is some validity to the criticism of the song, because there are a couple times when questions are asked, and the answer is just, yeah, of course she knew. She definitely knew if you're familiar with the biblical account. Um, but I would say more often... There, are, there is ambiguity in the questions that the song asks. However, uh, let's say you disagree with me. Let's say you, you think, you know what, there isn't ambiguity most of the time. Mary did know. I would say, even if you feel that way, I don't think you should be too hard on Mary, did you know? And here's why. Because I think when most people hear Mary, did you know, their takeaway isn't, boy, that Mary sure was ignorant. <laughs> I, I think what they take from it is, wouldn't it be unbelievable to be in her position? You know, I think most of us find it natural to ask, Mary, did you know these things? Because we can't imagine knowing them ourselves if we were in her shoes, right? How could anyone comprehend that their own baby is the incarnation of God? That the one they've given birth to is actually their creator? It's hard to imagine. And so we ask, Mary, did you know? Did you know, before your son's ministry, before the healings, before the exorcisms, before the, the rising from the dead, did you know, did you really understand who this was? 
And, you know, I don't think the song really asks us to judge one way or the other whether Mary knew. It just tries to get us to feel some of the awe that the incarnation should produce in us. There was a woman who gave birth to God in the flesh. Can you imagine? Can you wrap your head around that? There's a verse in Luke's Gospel that I think we have to look at if we're thinking through this question of what did Mary know. It's uh, from Luke 2, uh, verse 19. And we're told that, you know, on the night when Jesus is born, I'm sure most of us know the story, um, some excited shepherds arrive, and they explain how they've heard from angels that the king of Israel has been born, and they've been led to Bethlehem to go and see him. And it says that when they see him, they then go out and start telling everybody about what happened to them and what they saw. But Mary, we're told, has more of an introspective, reserved response. Maybe reserved's not quite the word for it, but she's not as extroverted about it. Uh, it says, but Mary, in contrast to the shepherds, Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. She treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. What does that mean? Well, treasured up means something like she preserved these things within herself. She held on to the memories. Right? The angel's announcement, the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, the trip to Bethlehem, the birth, Jesus in the manger, the excited shepherds. You know, in a time before videos and photographs and uh, photo tags on Facebook and all of that, she made an effort to remember and hold on to all of that. You know, I don't know about you, but I find that as my life gets longer, I feel like I have more memories that I want to preserve and hold on to, and that it actually takes some effort to do that. Um, Sometimes I find myself recalling stories and telling them to friends and family. And, and part of the reason I'm doing it is because I treasure the memories and I don't want to lose them. I want them to stay fresh. I want to uh, hold on to them. And what we're told here is that Mary had that attitude about these memories. And I think part of the reason that the Gospel of Luke tells us this is because it's letting us know that Mary was a reliable source. You know, Mary, maybe she didn't go out and tell everybody all this stuff right as it was happening, um, but she did treasure all the memories. She held on to them. And when the time was right, she did share uh, about these things with people who eventually wrote them down. Right? So I think that's part of why that's, that's there. But this verse is saying more than just Mary had these memories and, and she held on to them. It also says that she, she pondered them in her heart. And what does that mean? Well, pondered means something like to confer with oneself. Um, you know, it means that she, in addition to holding on to these memories and valuing them, she reflected on them. She talked to herself about them. She wondered about them. She asked questions about them. And so what this verse suggests 
is that Mary did have questions about the things that she experienced. And she reflected on them. And, and, and as she thought about them, she probably made connections between them and the scriptures over time. And presumably, over time, as she pondered, she came to understand more deeply and more and more. So what did Mary know about Jesus the night that he was born? Clearly, she knew a lot. Probably more than anybody else in the world. And it's worth recognizing that because it says something about our God that he would let a, a young teenage girl be the one who's in on, on all this, right? But whatever she knew, I think we can be confident that she knew more later after she had treasured and pondered. Okay, so what does any of this mean for us? Well, here's what I think our takeaway should be. If Mary, the mother of Jesus, blessed and highly favored, had to ponder what had happened to her in order to understand it more deeply, I'd say all of us need to ponder it in order to understand it more deeply. All of us need to ponder what God has done and what God is doing in our lives in order to really appreciate it, in order to really understand it. So the question I have is, do you make space in your life to ponder about God? To ponder about Scripture? Do you retell yourself the stories of the most significant spiritual experiences in your life? Do you remind yourself of those things? Are you intentional about it? Do you reflect on your unresolved questions about God and about what God is up to? If we want to grow in understanding and wisdom, I don't think there's any other way than through treasuring and pondering those kinds of things. You know, if you've been in a church setting for a while, at some, time, at some point you've heard somebody say, oh, you've got to have quiet times. And what they mean is you've got to have times that you set aside to read the Bible, to pray. And um, what, what are we actually saying when we, we say that? We're saying something like, you've got to have times where you treasure and ponder God. Right? That's the whole idea there. That's, that's what it's about. And if you haven't noticed, we live in a time that's not very conducive to treasuring and pondering. Because those are activities that require our attention. And our attention is a limited resource. And there's always an infinite number of things vying for our attention. And a lot of those things that vie for our attention are quicker at giving us a dopamine hit in our brains, the pleasure chemical, than treasuring and pondering does. You know, things like another scroll on the social media feed, another TikTok, another Netflix show. And I am not saying that all that's bad, right? I always like to say when I bring up this topic, if all that's bad and that's what I'm saying, then I'm a hypocrite. Um, but what I'm saying is we have to be careful 
because if we give our limited attention to those things enough, then there is none left for the kind of treasuring and pondering that leads to wisdom. Right? The kind of treasuring and pondering that Mary models for us here. So the real question for us when we hear this song shouldn't be, Mary, did you know? It should be, do I know? Right? Do I know who Jesus is? Do I know what God has done through him and what that means for my life? Do I know that? If we've never really pondered those questions, or if we haven't pondered them in a long time, let's let Mary remind us that we should do that. And let's allow Christmas to inspire that kind of pondering. The incarnation. God in the flesh. God with us. Do we know? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you um, for having an opportunity to treasure and ponder you. And uh, Lord, I pray that this Christmas season... Uh, would be unique for us in that we find ourselves treasuring and pondering your birth, uh, the significance of Christ, um, more than ever before. And Lord, I pray that as we, as we think and reflect, that you would, through your Holy Spirit, reveal more and more truth to us. Help us not just to know, but to feel as well. In Jesus' name, amen.